Okay, people, it's the last day. It's the last day of the BFI Flare Festival, right? And uh, what we're doing, we have got one feature and five shorts. So <laughs> let's turn that beat around and get into it, shall we? Okay, so let's get this episode popping off of our first feature. It is the novice. Okay, so people, I don't know what day this is. I think it's day seven. I think it's day seven. It may be day eight. But <laughs> anyway, regardless, the novice. Yes, the novice. This is the feature debut from Lauren Hadaway. You know, she wrote the film as well. You know what I mean? Um, it is produced by Zach Zucker, Stephen Sims, Carrie Holland, Ryan Hawkins. Uh, executive produced by Ryan Bartecki, Alex Engerman, Jeff Handel, Christopher Hines, Michael Tennant, Randy Toll, and Steve Toll, with Jeremy Campbell line producing. Alex Weston handles the music, Todd Martin is the cinematographer. It's edited by Hadaway and Nathan Nugent. Casting was from Nicole Hillard Ford and Matthew Lezau. Production design is Eva Kozlova. Uh, set decoration is Dominic Arnold and Jessica Krupe. Costume design, Kate Adams and Alyssa Crust. Uh, makeup and all that jazz is Rochelle Jack, Sujin Lee, Summer O'Grady, and Debbie Sweetis. So, um, yeah, our cast, our cast of talents, people. So, Isabel Furman is Alex Dole. And Amy Forsyth is Jamie Brill. You know, there's a lot of rivalry going on there. Coach Pete is played by Jonathan Cherry. And Coach Edwards is Kate Drummond. We have Dylon as Danny, the TA. Erin uh, is played by Charlotte Uben. Jansen is say is played by Sage Irvin. Uh, Chantel Bishop plays Highsmith. Jenny Ross plays Winona. Nikki Duval is Tryhard. Uh, Al Bernstein is Dean. Eve Canyo is Groundman. So, yeah. Now, the uh, the gist of the film is this. When she starts her first year at a prestigious college, all 
Alex wants to be um, is to be the best at everything she does. So when she joins the rowing team, what starts off as a way to blow off steam quickly spirals into obsession. Enthralled by the top varsity team, Alex pushes herself to grueling lengths, physically and mentally, to make their level. As her relationships with friends and her girlfriend fade into the background, all that matters is her unwavering dedication to rowing. So, um, yeah, it's, it is a very interesting story, this, right? And I think when you look at the fact that it's Hadaway's feature debut, god damn, that's impressive, right? I, I, yeah, I really find that impressive. I think one of the things I've really enjoyed about this is the use of the camera, right? Because we had these different elements to, I think it's uh, like represent some of the mental states Alex finds herself in, right? And, you know, I'm talking about not psychologically, although we do get that, but, you know, the fatigue, the stress, the focus, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it really, oh man, this film does a great job of kind of bringing that to life, right? There's, there's these moments when you have people trying to talk to Alex and you can hear the voice but then on top of that, right, we have this kind of beat, like a heartbeat, and you can, you know what I mean, everything else is kind of faded, and the focus is really in on Alex, and it is, yeah, I, I think it's a great job, because she's kind of listening, but she's in her head, right, so you know what I mean, you get the, oh, yeah, 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 no, I agree, yeah, uh, Obviously, yeah, right, fine, boom, but yeah, you know where the focus is, right, and that, yeah, very good, handled very well, right, and there's a, a lot of different things like that, you know, which really do bring that side of the story to life, you know, a lot of um, really just narrow focus on Alex when she's rowing, on the rowing machine, you know, in running, just things like that. Or you have these kind of split focus scenes that kind of fragment, right? Which does kind of help to demonstrate the, the spiral, right? Yeah, I, I, I thought that was done very well, you know? Um, now, it is... Interesting, because at the beginning, Alex is very quiet. You know what I mean? Like, which you then kind of feel it's that representation of someone who's just mad studious and trying to fit in. 
but that doesn't really seem the case as the film goes on it changes a lot right which i think that's all fine because you know there, there are times when you're just starting something and you're quiet and because you know you're trying to assess the lay of the land right so that's all fine i will say there are elements in the film that you don't necessarily see at the start. And obviously, listen, things progress, things grow, there's an evolution. You don't have to see everything straight away. But I will say there are things that we find out about Alex that you kind of feel that would always be there, right? Whether it is at the same extent, it will be there. Now, they do show certain things, but again, this is a bit later into the film, right, where she's kind of pinching herself, that constant, like, pinch, 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 or like tapping, 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 you know what I mean, which kind of, it demonstrates the anxiety, the stress, the, you know what I mean, the doubt, all of those sort of things, which is fine. But it's just, those things don't necessarily just come on, right? That shit is always there. It is just the layers of it, right? Like sometimes it manifests slightly and then it builds and builds and builds and builds. So I think that was just one of the only kind of big things on the film that I was a bit like, ah, I don't know, man, right? Because also, yeah, with, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? With your girlfriend, with your partners, there's certain things that you'd be like, oh, you can't hide that, right? Someone's going to be like, hold on. What's that? Do you know what I mean? And they'll bring things up. So I, I think, yeah, there's there's certain bits of the film which you just kind of do think, wait, how could that be a thing? You know? And again, it could be. There are ways of covering these things up, but we saw a few scenes which kind of make you go, I don't think shit's getting covered, right? Or I don't think things are getting done in a certain way where you could, right? Now, if we'd seen in some of the earlier scenes, you'd be like, oh, no, I'm keeping this on or I'm doing this. You'd be like, okay, that makes sense. But that's not the case. So, yeah, it, it makes you wonder about that. It does. And there are also some comments that Brill throws out that you go, ah, because that's not necessarily shown. Now, some of this may have been lost on the editing floor, which is fine. And as I said, look, this is the feature debut. So, you know, I mean, like, I think there's the little things that you can go, mm, I, I mean, we can let that slide, right? Because 
all in all, the film, it, it still has that impact. You know, it, it still does, I think, do what it sets out to do. So, although there are a few little bits and bobs going on where you wonder about, wait, how could that be? Or how did, would no one know? You know what I mean? It, when you weigh everything up, it, it doesn't matter necessarily. You know, because, yeah, you still will enjoy the film. And the core messages of the film I think yeah they're there they come out you know we got some great acting here I mean Furman does a, a really good fucking job with Alex you know and Forsyth as well is brill a good counterfoils for each other you know this I think you can look at it and you can be like you can understand both characters' motivations. You know, I think mean, that's one of the big things. You can see where everyone is coming from with the things that get said and things that get done. And that's big. That's big. Not everyone can always pull that shit off. So, yeah. This is... Uh, yeah. I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it because... It's rowing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like it's not something I necessarily care about, but I was all in watching the film. Man, I was just like, oh shit, where's this going? How's this gonna turn out? Which hey, that's when you know a story has you when they're covering something which you don't really care about. But you're caring about, you know? And the novice does that, man. The novice does that. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, people, I would say. Now, listen, it's not showing any other days of the festival. But um, I do believe it is available on all of your favorite VODs. So I would say, people, it's worth the watch, man. It's definitely worth the watch. So, yeah, go uh, go check out The Novice. You know, I, I think if you've enjoyed those sport films that really, you know, get in there, Right, that, that show this crazy determination, this journey, and all of that. It's kind of cathar cathargic. Cathargic? Urgh. I tried to throw in a big word and I fluffed it. God damn it. <laughs> but no, hey, you know what I mean, people. But no, like, yeah, if you enjoy those sports films, right, the anxiety, just all of that kind of stuff then I think the novice will speak to you. You know what I mean? So, yeah, go check it out, people. I don't think you're going to be disappointed. Okay, so our first short film is from the Family Affairs short program. 
And people, it is pink and blue. Okay, people, so pink and blue. That is a new short film from director Carmen Labu. It is um, written by Kadex. Kadex? K A Y D X. I'm gonna say, I feel it's Kadex. I may be wrong. Um, Labu and Kadex also produce along with Silius Howard. And um, it is also starring Kadex and Jojo Brown. So the um his the gist after a surprise first time pregnancy a trans couple of color wrestles with how the new baby will affect their relationship and how to raise their child in a binary world uh lena peck hoken brooklyn right um kriya madden a gender-fluid freelance artist and their partner of four years, Armani Cruz, a trans femme accountant and extreme planner, are gripped with fear when they find themselves unexpectedly pregnant. In the heat of the moment, they choose to raise their child gender-free. But as Kriya's belly grows, cracks in their relationship appear. A fight ensues about how to raise their child outside the gender binary and which color items their child should have. It is, is it too late for Kriya and Armani to restore the tenderness in their relationship and find the common ground they need to raise their child together? So I think that they kickstarted this one. Right. I, I, yeah, I feel that's I think that's how they uh, put it all together. And we start off. Yeah. In, like it, it looks like something's gone down. Right. So they're in the bathroom and you just have, you know, Korea looking into the mirror and you, you straight away. You're like, oh, something's happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you see bringing our money and you're like. Yeah, something definitely happened. Someone's pregnant, right? You're just looking at your faces. You know what the fuck's gone down, right? So, yeah. Then they're just debating, right? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know, and, and the things come out, be like, ah, well, we're not debt-free yet. And, you know, I, I still got to do some stuff for work. And you got to do stuff for work. and But then it's just like, yo. What do we actually want, right? What do we want? It, it, it all push comes to shove. Where do you want to take this? And they're like, yeah, let's have the baby. So, yeah, it, it, it's then on that trying to work shit out, which any couple, you mean, you feel they go through that shit, right? Now, I think in this one, because they're like gender fluid and all of that jazz, it's then what do we do with the baby? Now, I'm definitely not a 
boys have blue, girls have pink kind of thing, because it's just dumb, right? It's dumb. Colors be colors. Go wild. Go crazy. You know what I mean? Don't pigeon yourselves. Don't pigeon yourself. Don't pigeonhole yourselves, right? Now, it does get a little, you know what I mean? Because they're like, oh, we can't have that color and we can't do that thing. And ah, they sent us a card which genders the baby. And it's all, is a little bit crazy, right? But I ain't from that world. So maybe it's not, right? I think mean, that's the one thing you, you think, like, because when you're watching it, you'd be like, yo, are people really going to do that or say that? It's like we have Kriya meet, um, I think it's Lynn, right? She's walking streets and she just seeing babies everywhere and it's just like getting to her a bit. So she has a conversation with this woman. And when they meet, it's just like, yo, my pronouns are, my pronouns are. I'm just like, and I'm just like, do people actually do that when they meet? But then maybe they do. Just because I don't doesn't mean it doesn't happen you know what i mean it's it's just like what seems crazy to you is not crazy for other people and crazy in the fact being like do we care right do we get as long as we're getting on with each other like all that other stuff i don't know i don't really pay attention but then again i'm not as i said i don't live in that world so if you do, maybe these things are, like, real crazy for you, you know? So, yeah, like, seeing people go through that, it, it might be a thing, right? It might be a thing. You'd be like, oh, shit, that's what I was thinking. You know what I mean? Like, that was my experience. Yeah, we didn't know what to do and blah, blah, blah. So, you know what I mean? Like, I think you can watch it and go, what are they talking about? Like, why are they trying to assign or not assign? It's a baby, right? Let the baby do what babies do, and then the baby can choose. I mean, well, not as a baby, but when they become an adult and all of that jazz, you know what I mean? But, as I said, again, if you're in it, then maybe, right? Yeah, these are the things. So, I think, um, yeah, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting one. And I think, you know, cut down to the core, it's just two people in love trying to work out fucking babies. And I don't know if anyone knows fucking babies. You know what I mean? Everything seems to be like, you speak to anyone, they've got a different, you know, situation that they're doing be like oh we just let it sleep ah, we go and you know what I mean do this to it and blah 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 you know it's always different so I think however you approach it is gonna be different for whoever so yeah like these stories these are stories you know what I mean these are stories and it it's just reflecting a different situation that some people have gone through, right? Maybe not you, but someone. So it's interesting, you know? Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, put together very well. You know what I mean? Put together very well. And 
again, like the the relationship, you do believe it. You do buy that Kriya and Armani are in love and that they're in this thing, you know? You do buy that. So even though there's sometimes terms are thrown out and you'd be like, ah, they said, would someone say that in that context, right? Would they use those words? I don't know. But, yeah, the, the core of it, the core of it, it works, right? So, um, yeah, maybe pink and blue is for you, right? Maybe it's an experience you've gone through or you know people that have gone through it or you're curious, you know what I mean? Or you just want to watch a story. You just want to watch a story. But, yeah, it is 13 minutes, people. So, um, yeah, there you go. Pink and blue. Next up, people, we have got Queer Paneer. Okay, people, so, um, yeah, just checked out. Oh, God, how do I say this? Um, I think it's pronounced Queer Parivar. P-A-R. I-V-A-A-R, Pariva, I think, I'm going to butcher a lot of names, people, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> be prepared for that, but, hey, it's it's another um, short, right, it is, um, yeah, it's from director, um, producer, Writer Shivir Rashand Dandy, right? Um, Shivir, yeah, directed a piece, co wrote it with um, Prima Al. No, not with Prima. <laughs> oh my gosh, the, yeah, the layout is a bit uh. It's a bit all over the place, but no, co-wrote it with Amani Said. Yes. So they brought us this story. Producers on the piece is Niraj Churi. He line produced. Um also we have got um Prima Alam, she's an associate producer on the piece. Okay. Uh, Huma Quasi, she's an executive producer. Let's see who else is involved. Uh, we've got Darius Shu. He's director of photography. Um, Kajel Patel, uh, she handled production design. 
Rushil Ranjan. He handled music. He did a good job with the music. Did a good job with the music. Leo Kalyan. He also worked on the music. And then our cast. Well, it's starring um Shiva Rachandi. He um yeah, he's also in in it. Um we have got Ramu Itfum. Um yeah, there are two main characters. Uh we got Arub Sajada. Um Anik As Azifa Lahur dun, dun, dun. Um, Taru Davani. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's our cast people. So the gist is this. When a mysterious gatecrasher appears at their wedding, Madhab and Sufi are forced to face past secrets and reflect on what makes a family. <laughs> Queer Paravar is a story of multi-generational LGBTQ plus identities and experiences narrated musically through an ambitious original soundtrack and created by a majority Asian LGBTQ plus cast and crew. So Shiva also had uh, this to say, showcasing positive and joyful images of queer South Asians in love and being loved for who they are is incredibly powerful and rare. I created Queer Pavara to let people be part of a film that brings those identities and their wider um, interconnections to the forefront, both on and off screen. It's a celebration of the many ways in which we first we um, find love from others, like chosen families and from ourselves. To have Queer Pavir debut at the prestigious BFI Flair is nothing short of a dream come true. Which, uh, yeah, it's always nice, isn't it, right? Being able to do that thing, showcase your talent, and... Uh, yeah, so we, we, you know, we start off with, um, you know, our, our couple, I think it's the day before the wedding. Well, not the wedding, right? Because this is a great, like, Asian Indian weddings are crazy because you have, like, the party before the wedding, the wedding, then the party after, like, they celebrate, man. They celebrate. So if you ever get the opportunity, yo, you need to go. Stick clear of the tea, though. The tea is so sweet. <laughs> it's so 
oh sweet it's insane you can feel your cavities be like ah shit you know what i mean it's so sweet <laughs> but they're fun so yeah it's, it's a build up to that and then we see them in the initial celebrations right before the wedding wedding uh and that's when this gate crasher mysteriously comes but yeah, you know, it, 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 it's kind of just showcasing these situations, the, you know, the, the happiness, the peace they have with each other and all of that, which, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice thing to see, right? Now, the music, yo, the music was crazy. Like, in the club, the music in the club, love that track, have no clue what it's called. Like it's like iffy, iffy, da da do 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 do. Yeah, it slapped people. <laughs> it was it's fire. It's fire. I'm was jamming to that shit. You know I mean, yeah, the, all all the dancing in the club and at the wedding, that was great. That was really enjoyable. You know, it's all those colors and everything, and I think everyone just looked like they're having a great time. So that's all nice to see. Some of the, I will say, some of the interactions, the conversations didn't necessarily flow like a, a natural conversation. You know what I mean? It, it did feel a little bit like it's being read. But, you know what I mean? Like, listen, as um, Shiva said, you know, in this community, it's, it's rare to see these images, right? To see these interactions and things like that. So if it does that, all power to it. You know what I mean? It's just like you can... The conversations aren't necessarily... You know what I mean? It's, it's maybe not necessarily the point. Right now, the message which the conversations are conveying, because they are talking about, you know, finding those connections, right? What does a family mean? What does love mean? What does finding your, your partner, your crab, what does that mean? And, you know, sometimes people just need to hear the words, right? So however those words are delivered doesn't always matter doesn't always matter and when you're shining the light on something and you're one of the only ones I think you know you can get past all the other stuff so it's do you know what I mean? like it, it's not a, I wouldn't say it's a terrible it's definitely not a terrible film definitely not a terrible film it's fun right it, it's fun they do go hard. <laughs> they do go hard on the emotional music. I like we probably could have done without that. But as I said, it, it's like just seeing the joyousness. That was the that that makes you smile, right? That makes you smile. It's just twenty seven minutes, so it's not long. And as I said, music is fire. Like the club music, the wedding music is fire. So just watching it for that alone. Yeah, that was all good, people. That was all good. 
But uh, yeah, you know, if you enjoy your kind of wedding interactions, you know, those little slice of life pieces, right? If you're, you know, in the Asian community and you're just like, yo, we don't see enough, then queer pavara, hey, I think that will open you up and make you smile. Hey, even if you're not in the Asian community, you can still make you smile, people. So, um, yeah, there you go, queer pavara. And yeah, if I pronounce it wrong, and I probably guarantee I did, apologies, people. Okay, so we take a slight sojourn into the Parallel Lives uh, program, and we have the meaning of daisies. So there can be a lot of heavy themes during a film festival. So when you come across a film that just, man, resonates joy, it's a wonderful thing. And the meaning of Daisy is one of those films, man. Oh, God damn it. It's only five minutes. It's five minutes, but it is so, ah, I loved it loved it right there it's not jam pammed jam pammed jam pan jam what's the fucking expression it's not rammed with you know dialogue but it all works it all works man ah so it's directed by maxid deek uh written by amy robinson Produced by Edgar Vasquez, and it is starring. Um, it's starring. Who have we got? <laughs> well, we have got Funzo Faluso Henry as Daisy, Amelia Paralion as Matty, her work colleague, and then. There's Owens, played by Yinka Olaranofi. Okay, so the gist of the film is this. Um, it follows Daisy and Matty who work in a florist. Daisy's regular day at work takes on an unexpected turn when she is swept off her feet by Owens. <laughs> it's a tentative dance between the two people that with a little help from a friend, finally act on their obvious attraction. It is so fucking sweet, man. This is so sweet. So we had, yeah, Daisy and May. So they're in the florist, you know, doing their thing. And um, then it's the customer comes in and she, yeah, straight away, right? You, you can see this little spark. Right. And, and that's the beauty. As I said, there's not a whole heap of dialogue, but it's just all in the way it's shot, the angles utilized, right? The facial expressions, you know, the little turns of the head, the winks, the smiles. Man, it just resonates, Joy. It resonates that that moment, right? When you meet someone who you are just drawn to. 
inexplicably drawn to. So, yeah, we just see every day there's another interaction. And, ah, oh, man, it, it's just, just warms the fucking heart, people. It really does. And then, like, at the end, it's just, like, the, the, the way the hands touch, just, ah, oh, this is such a happy film. Such a happy film. Plus, you get a little education on the meaning of flowers, right? Which is a nice little thing. I'm going to have to take note of that. But, yeah, people, if you want to put a smile on your face, right, I can't say enough. You should check out The Meaning of Daisy. As I said, look, the direction is great. The acting is tremendous. And it's just a straight-up, lovely, warm, joyful little flick. So, yeah, bring some sunshine and happy to the soul, people. Okay, so now, people, we have the first of two shorts from Fawazi Mirza. It is Noor and Layla, and it is so good. Okay, people, so Noor and Layla, right? This is from Fawazi Mirza. Um, she wrote and directed the piece. It is um, produced by Shona Foster. Um she co-produced along with Andrea Wilson, um, Sonia Hosko, Shant Jushi, Karim Ladakh, Chani Nicholas, and Sonia Passi, all executive produced. Ashley Irish Gill handled the cinematography. Shelley Farin edited the piece. Amina Moon did production design, Dana Pay makeup, Simone Swaby is um, on art, sound was Daniela Pinto, um, then you had Garmia Sud, Karine Zana, um, Darren Hinchy. Arlene Mulka, Yuvaya Khan, Kelsey Butt, Arum Khan, and Lindsay Summers also helping out with the film and our cast. Well, we have got doo -doo -doo. Layla is played by Sahabi Augustine Maleki. Um, Noor is Nicole Nwokalu. And then um, there's a, a woman we see in the last act who is played by Yuvara Khan. Okay. So, um, yeah, the gist of the film. Well, five prayers coincide with five stages of a Muslim couple's relationship demystifying queerness in the Muslim community and religion in queerness. In 
Queen, yeah, Queen. I said it correctly. All right, now this is man. I really like this because we just see all of these different stages within a relationship. Now we don't see them in necessarily the order, right? But it it really works, right? Because we open up with this huge argument and. They're splitting up, right? They're they're dividing their pieces, and ugh, you know what I mean? Like that is never a pleasant situation, right? It always stinks, and they really showed that, right? Sometimes it's a little petty, like no, that's mine, right? No, is it? No, that's mine, right? And it's all of these things. Right. And sometimes you feel someone has forgotten. Sometimes it's just like ah, they want something to remember the good times by whatever it is. But it's always messy. And we see that it's messy. Um, and then after that, right, we get, like, as I said, these different stages, these different stages. And we can see the love, the caringness. Right, we see like the first date. Oh my god, the jokes! <laughs> the jokes were bad. Oh, you know, what I mean? Layla was having a grape tie. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> but you know, the energy in the room, right? Like, you, you saw that, you saw this, you know. What I mean? awkwardness but then this like ah this this happiness of being there right the 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 contemplation of more to come right just looking for you know these interactions these ways of communicating with each other right the foot touch under the table just all of these little things it was just real sweet. And then the first meet, we see the first meeting, which is, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's that thing that you hear about, right? That that connection, that magnetism. And we, we see all of this, which then gives you pause, gives you pause, gives you hope for a possible reconciliation. Who knows? Right, it, it's but it's an interesting one, right? Because I think that's the thing with relationships. You, you know, what I mean, you have these great moments, but then you can have these arguments, and it's just like, what is the more powerful thing? You know, what I mean, like, can can love, can these connections, is that enough to hold you down to get you through those tough times, right? And we do see that connective tissue here, right? We, we see that potential. We see that. And, yeah, I think you, you hope, right, after everything, after seeing it all, you, you hope, right? The bathtub scene was just sweet as fuck, right? Right? You know what I mean? Like, you want these two to still be together, man. Yeah, I mean, gotta say, 
you know, for for what for for Zia did such a good job with this, such a good job. I mean, I just it, it's believable. Like you're rooting for them. You you know what I mean? You can put yourselves in those situations. You be like, oh man, I remember the first time I met this person and oh, oh man, yeah, that reminds me of the first date. And ah, oh, like those moments where you're making those declarations. You know what I mean? It's all there. It's all there breathing life into the situations, you know, jumping out at you. Right, and she has got a very subtle touch with the camera, right? Knowing when to bring you in, when to draw you away. You know what I mean? Oh man, it's a lovely film. It's a lovely film, people. So yeah, if you have an opportunity, if you have an opportunity, I highly, highly recommend Nora and Layla because man. You you want this to work out, right? You want this because this is relationships. You know what I mean? This is the reality of things. So yeah, let, let you know. I mean, let's let's root for these people, man. That these ladies in love can find their pathway back. You know, maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I mean, I want to know. I want to hope. I think that's a big thing, right? It's hope, keeping hope alive. So yeah, Noor and Layla. So and, and very nice, very nice. Okay, people. So we've got a a short once more with feelings from Alex Eve and Olivia Dowd. It is time, people, for minutes. Okay, people, so I love it when you get a good recommendation, you know what I mean? And it was always something that I'd, I don't know, right? Because the image on the viewing library, oh, it just caught my eye, right? So I was always thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to check that one. But then, um, shit, I forget, I think it was Izzy, right? Said, hey, minutes is great and people minutes is great right it is um yeah the new film from alex eve and olivia dowd right they uh directed it they produced it and they co-wrote it along with the stars of the piece ella dacris Dacris, I know, I think that's right, and Ellie Porter, so, um, yeah, they played Harriet and Jordan, all right, so, uh, the gist of this 14-minute little gem is, um, it spans the entire relationship of Harriet and Jordan, and is a queer rom-com for our times. Developed via several devising and improv workshops, the film uses a series of vignettes to explore communication, codependency, self-exploration, and queer joy. 
don't really know what queer joy is. You know what I mean? I, I feel it's just joy, joy, right? <laughs> but, yo, minis be the shit. You know what I mean? So we start off, uh, there's a birthday party happening. And, um, yeah, Harriet comes out, right? I think it's Harriet. I might have the names the other way around. But anyway, sure, he comes out, you know what I mean? Get some air, smoke a little ciggy, right? And Jordan is already outside doing the same. She's babysitting. Right, so uh, we we just kind of have that first a little meeting, you know, and we just get to see this. Then we see them coming home from a day, right? And as I said, it's all these little vignettes, but they all connect, right? They make sense the way everything you're seeing. It's not like oh, we're seeing this and then it's jumping to that, and you're like, wait, but. How would they get from this? Obviously, it doesn't have to fit a, a timeline, but you want to see these these little snapshots of life, you know, kind of in this in in a certain way, where you go, yeah. So if if we see them there, it would make sense that the next stage would be probably that. And then, yeah, so we see them moving in and we see them, you know what I mean? It, like all of these things in this order, it makes sense. But we see it and it's cute, man. It is it, super fucking cute. They really nailed that, right? The energy is right. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, oh yeah, um, not to be a dick, but it's kind of shoes off. He's like, oh, you think I'm staying? Well, aren't you aren't you staying? Yeah, I'm staying. Right, and and it was just that like they got the cadence right. They just got everything right. You know what I mean? It, it worked. It's friggin' enjoyable as fuck. You know what I mean? Like that first kiss. You know, just the way it's it's the positioning, right? It's the way they they're sitting there, and then they kind of turn, and it's those little half looks and the smiles, and they're like looking down, and just the coyness, and it's just like yo, you just like fuck, motherfuckers, you're warming my motherfucking heart. What are you doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> like shit, okay. You know, what I mean? it just made you fucking happy. But then, then we see the pitfalls of the relationship and everything like that. But it's like little arguments, little things that you're not seeing eye to eye in. You know what I mean? Those promises that you make and you don't back up, right? We see all of that, all of that. And they don't go over the top. Right, that's I think that's one of the great things here. They don't go over the top with arguments, right? With fallings out. And even they do the good thing of sometimes you have an argument, but then you're still gonna do a thing, right? It's still like, okay, let me sort that out for you. Because I mean, 
and it, it, it's something people don't seem to get. Sometimes you can be irritated by a motherfucker, but it, you're ride or die, you know? So you've still got someone's back, right? You can still love someone and be frustrated as hell by someone. And that's, they were able to encapsulate that. And I don't think everyone does do that. So it was, it was such a joy to watch this, you know, and just, yeah, they, they made this thing work so well, right? I will say, I will say, these ladies can't dance for shit. Nah, I'm saying it, man. I'm saying it. Yo, you sure? I'm calling these chicks out, right? Ella, Ellie, yo. Y'all need dancing lessons because that was some pitiful shit. That was some pitiful shit. But it did look like you were having fun. <laughs> it did look like you were having fun. So, yo, that's all good. You know what I mean? That's flavor. But, yeah, it's just these scenarios. Like, having those impromptu dance parties. Man, we've all done that shit. I mean, I hope you've done that shit because that's always fun, people. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just doing these different things, having those conversations, right? It all fit nicely, you know? Minutes, it is minutes. It's, as I said, it's 14 minutes, but it, it doesn't waste that time. There is no flab on this film. It's a lean mean, emotional machine, you know, it really, oh, it really is, it really is, can I just say as well, right, firstly, I've never heard of the hand food game, the other thing is, how the fuck is that spaghetti bolognese, I, like, that made no sense to me, I'm like, how is that spaghetti bolognese, like, please, explain it, yeah, I, I mean, you can't because I'm talking to myself right now. But, yo, that wasn't... How you get spaghetti? Yeah! It's crazy. But it, it kind of seemed like it was a... The, the, the eye game? Nah. I'm like... No. Like, that makes no sense. But the first one... Yeah, I'm first one. I'm, I'm possibly going to steal that. So, yeah, sue me. Actually, don't. Don't. I'm joking, but it would look fun. All right, people. Yeah, definitely go check minutes out and keep an eye on these peoples because I you got a feeling that you know Alex, Olivia, hey, they they really crafted something nice here. So uh, I've got a feeling this ain't gonna be the first time we see these young ladies at Flair or anywhere else, you know. So uh yeah, people, go check out Minutes. Okay, so we are back with Family Affairs and we have the Said Family Christmas Eve Game Night, people. Okay, people, so I have made it clear over the years... I am not a fan of Christmas. Don't like it. But I am a big, 
big fan of the Saeed family Christmas Eve game night. Yes, it is a long title, but yo, it is so much fun, right? It is directed by Forza Mirza. Um, yeah, I probably said that wrong. It is written and starring Kuza Mohammed, um, produced by Amelia Meza Gustin, right? Um, and yeah, our cast, as I said, Mohammed, she stars as Noor, right? Um, Vico Ortiz is her girlfriend, Luz. Um, she's, you know, it's a, a family thing. So her middle sister is Kieran. She is played by Pia Shah. Kieran's husband is David, and he is played by Dilo Shijara. And their older sister, Soraya, is played by Mira Ruhit. Mira Ruhit Kumbani. Okay. So, um, yeah, the gist of the piece is this. All cards are now on the table when Noor, a queer Pakistani Muslim woman, brings her Puerto Rican girlfriend home for the first time on the family's annual game night. So, you know, straight out the gate, Right, I think we we have Nora and Luz, you know, at the um. They've just walked in the house, so they're standing there and they're having that conversation. You all know that conversation now. Obviously, this has been said <laughs> numerous times, right? But it's just just before you meet the family, it's like remember the rules, <laughs> and it's like no PDA. Um, help in the kitchen and no sexy skin. <laughs> and it's just as I said, look, it, it's it's that conversation that everyone has when meeting the you know the partner's family, but the, the no sexy skin. Now that that's sort of some of the thing, be like, yo, do your buttons up, man. What are you doing? But it's just it's funny, right? It's funny because it's kind of it's said in that way that it probably would be said and it's also like yeah it gives you a little chuckle so straight out the gate you know yo this is gonna be a fun piece right it's gonna be fun and you know they walk into a situation they walk into a situation now it's like it's playing on kind of you know the theme of the film and you might say it's a little heavy-handed, but it's it's one of those just awkward moments, right? It's an awkward moment. Now, maybe that's not the thing that would happen, but how many times is something being said, right? But in a way that it wasn't intended to be, you know, an insult or degrading or shade or anything, but it's just in the context of what you're doing. Right, so they walk into this thing, and it's just like, oh no! <laughs> but it, it's just played off well, 
it's played off really well. So it doesn't come off as forced or hokey or anything like that. You, you're just enjoying the flow of this story. So, uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, Luz is trying to fit in. It, it's all going a little crazy. Then David arrives. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The David character is just, like, it's hilarious. Cringy. But it works, man. It works. And then we meet the older sister, right? And so now it's all about trying to get approval. And again, right, you, you, you get that person who's a bit like, hmm, I don't know if they're right for you. I don't know if this should be a thing. Blah, blah, blah. But, it, it, you know, it's a little OTT. But again, it just fits in, right? They're, they're, it's not like they're trying to force the comedy here, right? It's all, it's all nicely paced. It's just nicely paced, man. I'm feeling the film. Really am, right? Chai. <laughs> Damn. Like, chai isn't, I, you know, there's certain places that do good chai. I like a nice, but, the, Man, condensed like it's just way too sweet, man. It's just like sometimes you hear, and uh, you know, Indian tea, you know, Indian tea, Pakistani tea is just sweet as fuck. It's just, ah, you can feel the fucking cavities hitting your teeth when you take a sip. But it is like just this, you know, what I mean, it works as a mechanism. It works as a mechanism, and boy, you know, it, it's not a long film, right? It's what, I think it's 12, maybe 11 minutes, um, but yeah, you're engaged all the way, you're engaged all the way, you're chuckling, you're laughing, you're feeling the situation, because as I said, right, most people, yeah, you've been in a, 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 a thing, right, even if the family are super nice. And these fa this family, you know, North's family, you know, they were cool. But it was just a little awkward, right? And, yeah, even if the fam's super nice, there's going to be those moments. There's things that will get said that you're just like, yo, what? <laughs> What's happening? What's going on? You know what I mean? So they just captured it all very well. Captured it all very well. And it made me give a damn about Christmas, people. I mean, essentially, it was the game night, and I'm all about a game night. You know what I mean? Recently had a fun, a fun little one um, with my peoples. So, yeah, it, it, this works, man. It, you can emphasize, you can put yourself there. You, I mean, you can feel the emotions, man, the vibe, the happiness, the joy, the tension. Man, people, if you get an opportunity, I highly, highly recommend you searching out the Saeed family Christmas Eve game night. It's currently doing the the It's currently doing the festival circuit. So, yo, the link to their website is in the episode information. So, yeah, go check it, find out what it's playing, and then make sure you take your ass to go watch it.
okay and let's bring it home with a gem from the once more with feeling program people it's the beginning and the middle yo i i'm finding this very interesting right because as you people's know i mean maybe you don't Maybe this is your first time listening in, but I'm not overly a rom-com person, though I do like a good story, right? And the Before Trilogy, whoo, some of my faves, right? But there are these short films in Flair that, man, really capture certain moments, and I'm all about it, right? So I've just checked out uh, gosh, the beginning and the middle. All right, this is the new film from Alexis G. Zhao. Uh, she wrote and directed it. She's also producing along with Maggie Haskins and Bo Youngblood. Cinematography is handled by uh, Ramon J. Gooney. It's edited by Anjorn. Agrama. Casting was Christy Lugo. Art direction is Alexis L. Hubbard. The makeup was handled by Samara Hudison. Uh, music was Ella May Salaman. Um, and the script supervisor was Anne M. Doria. Now, the film is this. Two childhood best friends are reunited at a house party and debate the pros and cons of finally hooking up. So we open up and... Oh, yeah, the cast. I, man, my brain it just goes all over the place, right? So our, our main peoples are Olive, played by Lukita Maxwell. And Grace, played by Jenia Walton. We then have got Greg, played by Aaron Holiday. James, played by Levi Bernard. And Riria, played by... No, sorry, Mauricia, played by Riria. Okay? So that's the cast. And we start off with um, Olive looking out the window, having a conversation, right? Asking those questions, like, are you more introvert or extrovert, right? And then we realize who she's talking to. <laughs> Bubblegum. Means Bubblegum? Jesus Christ, I just watched it, and the name has just escaped. I believe it's Bubblegum. If I'm wrong, I apologize, pug. But, um, yeah, we, we, she's having a conversation with the dog. And um, it's one of the, it's funny because it's one of those things that, yeah, you can find yourself doing, right? Like in a situation, no one around, and you're just like, oh, man, like what's happening with life? What are you thinking, dog? You know what I mean? And you ponder life, right? And so she's looking out, and it's a party, so... 
like the way it is captured, you know, the lighting and the feel, it does give you that kind of vibe, right? That extra, it's a, it's a variant. That's not a word, but you know what I'm talking about, right? But we get that kind of vibe, right? And she's looking out the window at Grace. Grace is having fun. She's laughing. But then you can see that she's seen Olive. Right. And they uh, she comes through and they're talking. And so you can see that they haven't hung out for a while. So there is this tenancy tenancy. Huh. Is that a word? Right. They're. Uh, you know, they're not standoff, but there's a little hesitance, 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 hesitance. They're hesitant around each other. Hesitant? That is no, that no, that, that's a word. That's for sure a word, right? Um, yeah, but you you it, you know what I mean? They play is played very well. These actresses killing it, son. Killing it. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, Holly uh, Maxwell and Walton really just nailed the nuance. Like the little hesitations, you know what I mean? Just all of that. It, it's just boom. It's on pint, point, on pint, on point, right? They're not missing a beat here. So, yeah, you feel it. Now, there are times when, you know what I mean? The dialogue does come off a little Dawson's Creaky. And when I say Dawson's Creaky, you know how everyone talked the same? In Dawson's, it was infuriating. But they're not talking the same. But, you know, certain things are said in a way which is just like, mm, when you're a little lit, you're, you're, you know what I mean? You're out. You're a little nervous, right? You're, you're trying to play something. You ain't necessarily going to be laying things out the way they're laying it out. But there's two things here firstly it it does get to the point right it does you know elaborate what's you know what the whole thing is so i ain't mad at it and also i think there is a oh man there's just this joyfulness you know what I mean? In this film, right? This this tender reflection that kind of makes you go, you know what? I don't care about that, right? I don't care about some of the dialogue. And I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. At the end, when there's the whole, the middle, oh, enjoy the beginning, right? I did text that. I did, I, I did, you know, it wasn't quite verbatim, but I did text that to a young lady. So, hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a bit like, all right, I'm not mad at the dialogue, right? <laughs> and yeah, you know what I mean? I'm hoping the dialogue is going to help me out. You feel me? So, uh, yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> oh my days. What am I saying? Woo! Um, but yet, yeah, no, it is because I think when you like someone, it, there is that kind of that pit that 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 point, that refractionary situation where you're like, yo. Do I stay in this comfort zone? Stay where I know the parameters. We're friends, we're cool, we hang out. Do I stay there? Or do I take this leap of faith, right? Do I jump off this cliff and hope, hope the feelings are the same? And if the feelings are the same, do we take the risk that this could last? That it has legs? Is this just lust? What is this? You know what I mean? So we get all of this. It's 10 minutes, people. It's just 10 minutes. But we get all of this. And, yo, it really does. Man, it, it really works. It, it really connects you with what's going on. And you kind of, man, you're, you're buying you're buying this little love story. You really are. You're like, yo, I want this shit to, I, you know I mean? I'm hoping to have a great middle, a great beginning, and a tremendous end. You feel me? So, yeah, people, you need to check this out. I, I really did enjoy it. I really did enjoy it. It, uh, yeah, gave me the feels, son. Gave me the feels. And made me do something rather reckless, but I ain't gonna lie, I did get a text, and uh, she said, yeah, she liked the quote, she liked the quote, <laughs> so people, <laughs> she, can't believe I'm putting this to Fucking, you know what I mean? But anyway, people, go check out the beginning and the middle. Alexis and her peoples have really put something nice together here. Well, people, yeah, that's it. And boy, I love those shorts. So many great little stories here. I think we had eight, not six, right? think it was eight yeah but people all really worth checking out um you know what i mean it, it, yeah they just really churn things up man just make you think like hit feelings they're just superb pieces of work so people go and enjoy and i said this was at the last day but we still have one more thing for you people so we will see you tomorrow all right peace